Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Are you a podcaster or would-be podcaster? Want to know how to shortcut the publishing process and reduce the gazillion steps you have to do before you can actually publish your episode? I'm talking about tagging, then uploading to your hosting provider, then writing your show notes, all using several different software. What if there was a way to do everything in one place? Well, there is. Introducing PrestoPod. PrestoPod is a content management system that helps me plan, organize, and publish every episode in minutes. Here's how I use PrestoPod. After Ophonic spits out the MP3 file of my interviews, I log into my PrestoPod account, select my MP3 file, and hit publish. PrestoPod adds ID3 tags and pushes everything to Libsyn and WordPress in minutes. That's it. Easy as one, two, three. Discover how easy it is to publish your podcast by going to www.mariegraceberg.com slash PrestoPod. Again, that's www.mariegraceberg.com slash PrestoPod. Women of the world, Marty Graceberg here and welcome to the Today's Leading Women show where real stories, real inspiration and real takeaways are shared by women for women. Today's featured guest is Judith Fine Sarkielli. Judith Fine Sarkielli is a hyphenate, a role webster defined as a person who does many things at the same time. She is certified as both a transactional analysis practitioner and a vision board coach. Judith is an expert in life plans and a marketing coach for creative women entrepreneurs who want to live their unlived life and live a valuable legacy. As an intuitive-based educator, author, mentor, food activist, and a citizen journalist, Judith shares her knowledge and resources about Tuscan gluten-free and paleo cuisine to promote clients' transformation. Recently, Judith became lead generator and marketing representative for Nuvo Olive Oils, produced in California, which won the three top awards for olive oil in a 2014 international competition. I'd love for you to welcome Judith with me here. Judith, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Uh, I was just talking to you about the fact that you've changed your format and doing a follow-through for the leading women because I did an interview a year or two ago and was so pleased with that. And now I'm thrilled to be here. So thank you very much. You're welcome. And your story is so inspiring and so compelling that we can all be inspired and learn from what it is that you're doing. And that will this will be a great continuation to what we've talked, what we what we have had earlier on the show. So if you want to, if you our listeners want to listen to that previous the first interview that we have with Judith, you can just search her name 
on the website todaysleadingwomen.com and that will show up. So that way you can all, you can always connect the dust. But this time, Judith is going to share with us her story. So you will learn her unique story, her inspiring story, and of course, what she is, uh, what she has cooking, what she has that is exciting uh, on her business right now. We, we will also learn about uh, where, how she got started, and you learn her story, you learn her journey from where she was to where she is today, when, which is really, really exciting. So without further ado, let's talk about, let's start with you. Share with us your unique story from where you were when you started this business and to where you are right now. Okay. That sounds like a great idea. Where I was when I started this business was frustrated because what happened I was doing the coaching and I was teaching cooking and doing a little catering and trying to tell people about gluten. And this was before the days of paleo. And I wrote a book and a lot of things were going on, but I didn't feel really satisfied. I felt like I was zooming along, working all the time and meeting wonderful people, but I didn't feel like inner satisfaction with what I was doing. So I kept thinking, what what can I do? And at the time, I was working with a marketing coach with a system that's called Book Yourself Solid, whose name is Anna Melikian. And uh, she's been my coach and mentor for a few years with this system, which is very effective. It's like the opposite of car salesman marketing. And I couldn't find my ideal client. That's the first thing you do in this system is you find your ideal client. And then if everything picks up from there because there's a natural flow because they're like you are. Well, I couldn't find, I, I couldn't even think of what my ideal client was because I do so many things that I was fragmented. And she suggested that I take the idea of the Renaissance woman. So I did. I took that and I started exploring it. And she said, you should work with creatives. Don't work with anybody who's not creative because you're too far out. <laughs> and so I did. I started zeroing in. And I used to do a lot of networking, running around to parties and networking events and things. And I stopped doing that. I, I took the book very seriously and zeroed in on my ideal client. And I got my first client. And my first client actually was very, very unique. He was, uh, he is, he's still my client. He is a Sarad player. The Sarad is the second most popular instrument to the, um, to the sitar in India. And he studied with a master for three and a half years in India. And he was making a living as a math teacher. And I said, and he, he was really frustrated because nobody was coming to his concerts or very few people would come and he wasn't making money. So I said, you're in the, you're doing the wrong thing. Let's get you into being a spiritual master for music teachers and music musicians. And so after two years of trying to persuade him this was the way to go, he finally started doing it and having events. And the events are starting to be very successful online and even in person. So that, that he was my first client. And from there, I got other creative people. So that's, that's that 
part of my story. Mm, that is brilliant. And that was actually, you gave a great tip there for our listeners because that is one of the foundations that you have to do to build a business. You really have to hone on your ideal client. And yes, I mean, I struggled with this one myself too. It took me a while to really, because I did not understand the importance of it. So when you finally uh, know oh, that ideal client, that person, that group of people that you can solve a, a problem they have, that's when things you get clear, you get more focused, you get to know what you really want, uh, how you can help them better. Because once you know who they are, what their problems are, you know what kind of solution that you want to provide. And kudos for you, Judith, because you are one of uh, the few creatives out there that are really, really helping people in this arena. I know some people feel like the spiritual side, I mean, there's a, I believe that there's and you see it online now that there's a big movement happening around spiritual uh, entrepreneurships around around this topic. And I, this may be something if you're new to this word, spiritual or healers like that or channeling or like that, this might be a little woo-woo for you. But I, for me too, I mean, when I, I didn't understand it in the beginning, but it's all about, think about you listening to your instinct, you listening to your gut. I mean, more often, if we neglect listening to what our gut feeling is, because it's telling us something. And I have so many uh, instances when I did not listen to that and it ended up the wrong mm -hmm. way. So really yes, encourage yes. you to keep to keep your mind open to to learning about this stuff because it would really help you um, in growing your business and, and really help Thank you. having these experts like you to help us understand how we how we can incorporate this in our business really helpful so thank you for sharing that but let's move on to the five things or five lies or five misconceptions that you hear people have about this business that you are in do you have any uh, that you've heard people have that limits you know these self-limiting beliefs that they have in themselves that oh i cannot do what judith is doing because blah 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 do you have any right. examples Yes. Well, some people think that being an entrepreneur is too difficult and they ignore the part of the what you were talking about, listening to your instincts and the red flags. So it isn't really difficult to be an entrepreneur, but you have to know what you're doing. And most people have a misconception about how much time is involved and how much personal work that that person who is coaching has to do. You really have to incorporate all the things that you are telling people to do and you have to have done them so that you are credible. So that's a number one. Another thing is people's health, inner and outer health. People who are emotionally reactive and have a bad diet <laughs> are going to have a really hard time being an entre entrepreneur because you've got to be very stable. You have to be ready for whatever happens. And you have to be completely open heart and mind. Another misconception is that you have to network a lot. You don't have to go out to network, but you do have to network online a lot. 
So a lot of people have a misconception about getting in touch with someone that they really respect and think that is on a higher level than they are. That is too bad because you miss a great opportunity when you can share your individual unique self. I don't know. Are we at number four yet? <laughs> yes, that was number four. Yeah. Okay. That was number four. Okay. So one more thing is um, to get back to the p importance of the uh, <clears throat> health. The nutritional aspect is really, really important. And I have proven on myself that when I eat, I happen to be very gluten intolerant. And when I eat the, on the paleo diet and don't eat grains at all, I can function much better. Otherwise, I can lose two or three days not feeling well, and I'm not myself, and I can't really work at my top level. And I think everybody has a different unique diet. I don't think everyone should do anything across the board. However, I think it's very important for people to investigate that because you've got to have a consistent energy in order to do this work. I, I think that's it. Yes, I am glad that you mentioned that... Uh sustaining that energy and sustaining to be able to sustain the energy you have to have the physical physical strength the physical stamina you have to be fit physically and mentally uh, and yes i as you know like you uh, i am very um, fond of the following the paleo diet i because i i know that when i'm following the mm. the, the paleo I have that sustained energy. I know that I'm in my best condition. When I stay mm -hmm. away from it, I have I am miserable for the day. So mm -hmm. I re I cannot stress enough what you said about uh, nutrition and staying healthy because that's really really integral to being a business owner. I mean, without our health, that is really our foundation. So we have to put that one as a priority as well. And I know. Um, more often, that is the second, it's not on our top priority of to-do list to take care of ourselves. Right. But it's really important because how are you going to be able to sustain this business if you don't have the health? And I know there are days when I just don't want to do my exercise. I just don't, I don't want, yes. I wanted to eat something that's not healthy. Yeah. It, the, the temptation is going to be there, but you have to have the mental discipline to do the things that you don't want to do because you know it's good for you and that is, it will help sustain you for the long haul. So glad that you mentioned that one because it's not too often that we think of that one as a priority when in fact it is a priority. Yes, and thank you for acknowledging that. But also I want to say one other thing, which is, I think maybe even more important than all those other things is being in touch with your inner world. And I can talk more about that later if you want. But mm -hmm. the outer world is definitely where we have to perform on an everyday basis. But the balance from the inner world is what makes the outer world shine. And um, that is probably my top priority at the moment is being in touch with my soul to see what is the most positive way to go and not ignoring the red flags. Does mm. that make sense? Totally makes sense. And yes, I'm excited to explore more about this as we uh, go further along with our, with our chat today. But uh, let's talk about the steps that you took. You know, uh, I know you've shared with us 
the first thing that you did was to define your ideal client. So I'd love for us to go a little deeper on that. So let's uh, help our listeners to see for themselves, okay, how did Judith got started in, in this business? Uh, I, I want them to see, okay, Judith started from point A and then she got to point B doing these steps. So if you can put them in, for example, five to seven steps, that way our listeners can uh, really see for themselves that they are able to do this. Like they will say, they will tell themselves, oh, Judith was able to do this by following the steps. I can do that one too. So let's help them by you sharing with us the steps that you took from where you were to where you are today. Okay, well, I'm going to be 79 in November, so <laughs> it's, a, it's a long story, but I'll try to make it as short as possible. When I was eight years old, my mother gave me a record player and a French singer, and I didn't know that there was such a thing as another language or another country, and I got so excited that I decided right then and there that I wanted to go to this country and see what it was like. And so I had that dream. And I think that that's the most important thing, is to start with a dream. And there's a number of different ways to identify your dream if you're not sure what it is or you have too many to find out what's the priority, but that's a first step. So I had a dream, and when I was in high school, I actually got to go to Paris to study art. By that time, I was studying art and eventually got a degree in in fine arts after I went to eight different colleges. <laughs> but anyway, um, you would think I'd be a fabulous artist, but I'm okay, but I'm not that great. That's why I also decided when I went to Paris and then I met my husband-to-be in Italy when I was 18, and that's a whole other story. But I started seeing all this fabulous art because when I wanted to go to Paris, there was also, when I was eight years old, there was a book in this room that I had that was my piano room about the lives of famous artists. And I read that book and I got very excited because I decided I want to be a famous artist and marry a Frenchman. So, (laughs) So anyway, there I was and I looked around and I saw all this famous art at the Louvre and all the fabulous museums and I thought I'll never be this good I this is not what I can I cannot be a famous artist so I started just subconsciously thinking I want to keep doing art but I'm going to do it for myself I'm not going to do it to to become famous in the meantime I had met this Italian future husband who was in the clothing business and so we got we hooked up Um, over the years, many, many times in different countries and finally got married. But in this clothing business, I started really focusing on clothing design because he helped design the clothing and leather goods that he sold in his little boutique. And so I got involved in that. And I started actually, after we got married, I moved to Italy and I started working as um, a designer for this international designer. I won't go into how that happened. That was very synchronistic too. But it was mainly because of my passion, because I love clothes. I love fashion. I grew up with a grandfather who was a very well-known men's tailor. And um, I grew up in his studio. And my whole family was focused on looking good. (laughs) 
and on quality clothing. So it was really interesting that I decided that this was a good compromise. And in the meantime, I got involved with cooking. And because my mother-in-law was Florentine, she taught me all the most important classic Tuscan recipes, which I later translated into gluten-free in a, in a book that I never published in for, well, it's on Amazon, but I don't think anybody, the recipes are good, but I don't want to sell it. So if anybody wants to look at it, that's fine. But it's not, it was my life story. And the publisher published the book without the color photographs. He went ahead and did it without me knowing. So I'm not, very proud of the way he did that. Anyway, so I was being a cook and being a fashion designer at the same time. And then my mother um, got cancer, and I was a macrobiotic, and I thought I was actually a macrobiotic chef in this little restaurant. And I decided that I would go home and put her on the macrobiotic diet and see if I could cure her. Well, I didn't cure her, but she did live six months longer. And I, I do think that for some people... That is a very, very good diet. However, I became allergic to rice because I was eating so much rice, and I didn't know at the time that I was gluten-free. Anyway, I took care of her, and for different reasons, I never went back to Italy, and I started bringing the fashion idea to um, Colorado, which is where I was born. So I started doing a lot of accessories, and I was showing in boutiques and galleries in Aspen and in Denver and Colorado Springs and some a little bit in Los Angeles as well. And that was going okay, and I had a big success in New York, actually. And one day, in a blizzard, I sold six of the top stores in New York. However, nobody pays their small vendors right away, and I was trying to make a living. I was being a um, art teacher for uh, art and language teacher at my son's school so that I could pay for his tuition. And I don't know, I was doing 60 million things. And people loved my artwork and they loved my fashion, but they were not buying it in, in the quantities that I needed to make a living. So that's those are the steps that I went through and I kept refining and refining. I was doing fine with the catering and teaching cooking and all that, except as I got older, I did that for many years. I started catering, I don't know, in 1975, so I did it for maybe 30 years, but it was exhausting. <laughs> and so I decided there's, I got to do something else. And that's when I ran into this marketing book yourself solid system, which I highly recommend. If anybody looks into it, I, I don't get paid for recommending it. But the illustrated version of book yourself solid by Michael Port is a totally creative and unique way to market without being a, a car salesman because creative people don't really like to sell and they don't like to market. So they often don't do well unless they have someone who does it for them. This is good for creative people. So that's how I got into, met my coach and got into doing the coaching. Does that, oh, yeah. <laughs> is there a thread there? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm loving your story. I mean, you have certainly a depth of wisdom experience i wish that i will be like you i'm sure a lot of our listeners are wishing in their minds just like me that we wish that we will all live like you 
doing all of this <laughs> sort of stuff that you enjoy. I mean, you are so inspiring. I wouldn't have thought that you are going to be 79 this year. I mean, all of this wisdom and accomplishments that you've shared, you are such an inspiration. I mean, I'm in awe. Oh, I'm in- Marie, but, but please, please stop because I have to tell you during, I mean, I appreciate what you're saying, but I also have to balance it out a little bit because uh, during this whole time, I was searching, searching, searching. So I cannot say that I was really happy and joyous. Yes, if I sold something that was great for a minute, I felt good about it. But the big problem was that I was searching for something in my outer world. And I was also in therapy. I did 10 years of therapy. But the, but the whole secret for me was that I was not really in touch with my inner world Mm -hmm. in the sense of being able to connect. I could talk about it in therapy and Mm -hmm. feel it, but Mm -hmm. I didn't really feel my soul. Mm -hmm. I didn't really feel my essence. Mm -hmm. And so it was like constant searching all the time. And the more I went in, the closer I got to feeling, oh, Maybe this is what I have to do. That's why I want to say it's great for people to, to be a hyphenate and do a lot of things. And But if they don't have that balance, I had years of severe depression, years. And that's why I went to therapy and a very rocky marriage that didn't work out, mm-hmm. even though I did everything I knew how. Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't really being myself in that marriage. So mm-hmm. that's what's really, to me, is a good balance is if you – do all these things fine, but take the time. Most entrepreneurs are so busy that they don't pay attention to the red flags. They don't slow down. They don't breathe and do breathing exercises. And the things that really are going to balance them, they don't do. And so they either burn out mm-hmm. or they're not successful at what they do. Mm-hmm. Wow, lots of golden nuggets there. Um, I really love uh, that you shared your 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 story. I mean, your experience, and uh, you win uh, those golden nuggets in it. Like, for example, taking the time to really take care of ourselves, really listening to our body, to our mind, to to take time to take care of ourselves. I love what you said about starting really uh, with a dream, and because that gives you that serves as your compass. To where you want to go, to what you want to achieve in life. Of course, getting a mentor, even just uh, getting learning from a book. Uh, I love that book, Book Yourself Solid by Michael Port as well. I learn a ton. I, it's it's one of the books that I go back to over and over again. So that's brilliant. Really good. good. Yes, it, I find it so compelling and lots of tips that you can apply right away. That's the beauty of that yes. book. You find things that you can actually apply right away. All right, so, right. so we got that. Right. We got the steps that you took. Um, and we got your story. We got that one. We got all the golden nuggets. But now I'd love for us to explore more about what you're currently doing right now. I know you have something that is that is really exciting. And this is an area that I know a lot of our listeners know about, but a lot Maybe a lot of uh, other people or other listeners don't know much about. But I'd love for us to talk about uh, what is it that's exciting you uh, now nowadays and where can people learn more about it. I know you have something that uh, you'll be giving out to our listeners, but let's talk about 
what you are doing right now, especially about that uh, that uh, complimentary session that you give people. Uh, tell us what's it about and what you can, uh, what can people expect from when they uh, they have that session with you. Well, the complimentary one-hour sessions are brainstorming sessions about any topic that the person wants to do. And uh, you can find me uh, on my email, and I'll tell you what that is later. But um, And let me know that you want to have one of these complimentary sessions. It's, what it's about is opening up doors that you may not have ever even known were there. And I use my instinct to suggest certain things that you might want to do. It can be about your personal life. I also am a certified transactional analysis, which is not, I'm a practitioner, not a therapist, but it's very close to being like therapy. And I have one uh, client that I coach um, who married for money and was very disappointed to find out she married an alcoholic and she's still with this man and their relationship is improving since she started coaching with me. It's really pretty amazing. So, and, and it started with a brainstorming. Um, most of my clients actually started with brainstorming and decided that they wanted to learn more. So that's what that is about. And, and then I also give a lot of tips and secrets by email when something comes up that I think is applicable to people when they're my clients. So I have a whole reading list. And one one tool that I use is um, something that Carl Jung, J-U-N-G, who was a student of Freud and broke away from him and discovered probably the most important thing in contemporary psychiatry uh, is the subconscious. We are 95% in our subconscious, all of the words and acts and things that we hear and whatever we do is mostly embedded in our subconscious and we're only 5% conscious. So we're walking around a little bit like robots if we're not in touch with our subconscious. And he has a tool that's called active imagination and I really encourage my clients to use this tool and there are books on it. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say the name of the books right now because we don't have a lot of time, but if you want to know, you can email me. Um, and the idea is that we all have archetypes. Archetypes are the symbols that have been formed by different cultures over history. Even the cavemen had archetypes that were the pictures of the bison on the walls that they painted in the ancient caves of Altamira in Spain and France. These are what our whole identity is linked to, believe it or not, symbols. So there's a difference between signs and symbols. Signs are a stop sign. They tell you what to do. Symbols tell you where you are, what your feelings are trying to, to communicate to you. And you can actually journal your archetype. And I have a, um, an exercise that I do with people to get them in touch with their archetypes. And some people have a person, it can't be a living person, but it could be someone they admire. Um, one person had the wind and it found out that if they followed this symbol of the wind, it brought them closer to success in their business. She's a very unique person too. And she's invented a solar vest 
um, and and using the wind symbol got her closer to where she has to get to in order to produce it. Just examples like this. It could be anything, but we all have these symbols inside of us that we have to get in touch with because that's who we really are is the conglomeration of all of these symbols. I'm not going to say more because I could go on and on, but to me that is like in your inner world and then the books that are connected with that, like there is a book by Carolyn Meese, who is um, a psychiatrist and wrote a book called Exploring the Inner World, which is based on St. Teresa of Avila, who wrote that book in the 15th century. And Carolyn Meese explains the book. It's all about values and virtues, which is important for entrepreneurs to identify what are their values and why are they what is their integrity level? How are people going to be able to, to really put their faith in them? Because coaches are just as important in some ways as therapists are. Okay, so I, I'm, I'm getting excited about this just by listening to you. And so I'm sure our listeners too. But for the sake of um, people that who will, who you will want or who are best fit for this who would this be um i know you, you mentioned creatives but what who are the specific people that would really benefit from this uh, brainstorming sessions that you do anybody can benefit that has a problem i don't want to put myself up as some of a great guru or anything because i'm certainly not i'm always still learning but i can help them contact this information in their subconscious to open up these doors. And it's a very simple process. I just ask them, what is on your mind? What's your biggest problem? And then it could be, most people that I talk to, it's their business. They're not making enough money. So that could have to do with a lot of things. So we explore what was your childhood experience with your parents and money? Because there's maybe some kind of a mindset there that is taking you away from what you really need and want. Um, we talk about what is their lifestyle like? Is it giving them enough energy and inspiration? And what inspires you? And are you giving attention to that? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Love those, love this thoughts uh, that you're sharing. So for our listeners, if you want to experience this breakthrough brainstorming sessions with Judith, here is how you're going to uh, connect with her. So if you are one of these creative people or you want to avail about this session, it's a one hour complimentary session that she's offering for us for free. I want you to email her at S A R C H Judith that's Sark Judith at gmail.com and I will make sure to have this on the show notes as well but I, I will uh, say it again it's S A R C H Judith J U D I T H at gmail.com Marie, excuse me, just say S is in Sam because sometimes the S comes over like an F is in Frank. It's S is in Sam. Okay, so S is in Sam, A R C H Judith at gmail.com. So thank you. You, yeah. you will find this on the show notes as well. So that's that's how you can connect with Judith if you want to avail about this uh, breakthrough 
complimentary session with her. It's a brainstorming, especially in this area of really using your subconscious to benefit you, your life, your business. Because I, ag- 